Okay, we're doing dafches. We are right in the middle of a bit of a complicated discussion. As there was two separate statements. One was from Rabbi Yehuda and one was from Rav. And we we're trying to figure out if the statement from Yehuda and the statement from Rav are able to coexist. So the statement from Rabbi Yehuda was uh, talking about a case of a mavoy from an alleyway where one end was opened up into the street and the other end ended into a rechava. Rechava is a back lot. Like, <clears throat> that's not really used, but it's not, it's not the street. And the question is that when the back part of the back lot was breached directly into the street. So the question is if we should view the alleyway now as being open on two of its sides to the street or not. On the one hand, we could say it's open on both of its sides to the street. And therefore, in order to fix it, and obviously that's open on two of its sides to the street requires a lot more than just the lachai korah on one end. Uh, it requires to have at least a tzuras pasach as well, maybe even a door, as we spoke about. On the other hand, we can, can say that it's not really considered that it's opened up to the street because it's really opening up to the back lot. And just it happens to be that the back lot <coughs> is breached in its backside to the uh, to the street. And we can view for we could therefore view that the mavoy itself is not considered open to the street. It's considered to be a closed mavoy. It's only open on one direction, its front direction to the street, and it would be mutter with a lachim kora. So Rav Yehuda was telling us that in fact it is permitted. We view it as being a closed mavoy, and if it's a closed mavoy, then it could um, just have a lachim kora on the front end that's open to the street. That was the statement that we had from Rav Yehuda. We had a different statement from Rav where Rav was talking about a very, very similar case, just instead of the back end of the mavoy being open to a rachava, a back lot, instead instead it was open to a chazer, to a courtyard. And uh, Rav seemed to be saying that since the mavoy was totally breached on its back, uh, the back wall was totally open <coughs> to a wider courtyard, so the, now it's forbidden to carry inside of the mavoy. So initially what the Gemara was assuming is that um, this is a machlokas on Rav Yehuda. What Rav said, we contradict what Rav Yehuda said. And Rav, according to Rav's understanding, if it opens into a courtyard or a back lot that is breached into the street, we view it as if the alleyway itself is breached, is pasuach, is open into the back, and it's back end as well into the street. And therefore, to fix it would require a lot more than just the left on the front side. We would require more to fix it because we'd be viewed as open on both sides. That was um, one point that we thought was in contention between Rav Yehuda and Rav. Another point that we thought was in contention between Rav Yehuda and Rav was the opposite way. Uh, in the first way, we just said Rav Yehuda was being Nagel and Rav was being Machmer. Then we have an opposite thing. <coughs> Rav Yehuda specifically spoke about a case of a Rechava, of a back lot. Why did he speak about a case of a Rechava? The implication is because if it would be a courtyard, a chatzar, which is the difference between it and the back lot, is that a courtyard people use uh, to use and access for different types of shimushim by the by the houses that are next to it, then you have an issue of Arab chatseros between the alley and the courtyard in the following sense that whenever you have private um, private air, different private areas that are owned by different people, Allah uh, is in order to carry between them, you need to have an Arab chatseros like two five like a light, you know, a lobby of an apartment building that's accessed, let's say, by many apartments in order to carry uh, in order to carry their all of them ever would have to be joined together with bringing the bread together, everybody's considered living together, then you would be allowed to carry in the lobby. But otherwise, it would be forbidden to carry. So the question would be, is that if the if there would be a chatzar in the back and the people of the chatzar did not necessarily make a air with the with the people in the in the in the mavoy in the alley, then you would have a problem <coughs> that they wouldn't be allowed to carry between 
the alleyway and the courtyard. Now, that in and of itself is not such a problem. So they won't carry between the alleyway and the courtyard. But does that mean you can't carry in the alleyway itself? So the idea is that maybe, because since the alleyway is totally breached into the into the Chatzar, so it has the idea of that if something is completely breached into an area that you can't carry between it, then the area itself becomes also to carry. So since the Mavoy is totally breached to the Chatzar, and therefore you can't carry between it and the Chatzar because of the Erech Chatzar's issue, so you can't carry even in the alleyway itself because it's totally breached to the Chatzar. It's totally open to the Chatzar. If it's totally open to a place that you can't carry between, you can't carry there at all. And the simple idea is that it would be like a decree that you might, if you'd be allowed to carry in the alleyway, then you might come to carry between the alleyway and the courtyard. So Rabbi Yehuda specifically spoke about a case where the alley opened into a rechava, where the alley opened into a back lot, where there's no chatzeris issue because no one uses the back lot. Why did he speak about that case and not speak about a case of opening into a courtyard? The Gemara is assuming because according to Rav Yudah, if it would open up into a courtyard, there would be no shiloh, there would be no question. For sure, it would be usher, here Rav Yudah would be stringent, because we have this air of chatzeris issue. We're going to say that if there's no air between the alleyway in the courtyard. So now the alleyway is nifritza. It's opened up, it's breached. Lamachama also left a place that it can't carry to the courtyard. For sure then, you can't carry in the alleyway. And that's why Badafka Rev Yehuda, in speaking about this case of the issue of the, is if the mother is open or closed on both ends, he spoke about a case, Dafka, where it opened up into a back lot. That would be Rev Yehuda's position. And <coughs> whereas Rav, who did speak about it in the case of a courtyard. And Rav was, um, and Rav, we thought, was still only answering it because he considered that the alley to be open on both ends. It would seem like Rob was not concerned with the air of Hatzair's issue. Rob did not was not concerned with the problem that you can't carry in the alley because it's open to the Hatzair. It would seem that Rob wasn't concerned for that point. Rob was just concerned that the alley was open on both ends. So we thought initially, and yesterday's stopped, that there was actually two points of Machlokazin, Rav Yehuda and Rav, and one was Machner in one issue, one was Mekel in the other issue. In terms of the issue of it, uh, is the Mavi open on both ends, if it's open to a back at lot or a courtyard that's open to the street, Rabbi Yehuda is being lenient and Rabbi is being machmer. In terms of the issue of Eir Chatzeros, that if it's open into a Chatzer that it didn't have an Erev with, in the Mavo, he seems to be totally open to that area. <coughs> Does that obviously now mean that you can't carry in the alley? It seems Rabbi Yehuda is machmer and Rav would be lenient. That's what we thought originally. And then we said yesterday that no, actually we could say that we misunderstood what Rav was saying. What Rav was saying, that when the alley is breached, to the um, to the courtyard, it's also to carry in the alley. He didn't mean because it's like it's open on both ends to the streets. He actually made meant it only if there was no air that was enjoining the alley with the with the with the with the with the back courtyard. <coughs> so then you have the issue actually. If you can't carry because of the air of Chatzeros issue. But in Akanami, let's say they would have an air of together the people of the alley and the people of the courtyard, then everything would be mutter. So the issue is not that the alley is open on both ends. The issue is just the air of Chatzeros issue and actually Rav and Rabbi Yehuda are in total agreement. That's what we came out yesterday and yesterday's down. So now the Gemara is picking up, going back to the Hava Amina. The Hava Amina, again, is that there's a Machlokas. So the Gemara says, according to what we originally thought, that Rabbi Yehuda <coughs> wouldn't agree to Rav. And they'd be arguing in a case whether or not there was uh, an Erev together. The Erev of my plea, wants to understand the nature of these two disputes a little bit better. What would the Machlokas be? The Machlokas about the alleyway. And what would the Machlokas be? The Halacha and the Erev Chatzeros. Like, what are the two separate discussions here? So the Gemara explains. Bishalo Erev, where they cannot make an Erev together, and it's open into the courtyard, into the courtyard, into the Chatzer. And the question would now be the Erev Chatzeros issue that it seems that the alley is nifritzal, the totally open 
to a place that you can't carry between the alley and the courtyard. So therefore, that should make it also to carry in the alley. The machlokas would be, the machlokas would be, is that how do you view a machitza, how do you view a wall that's visible visible only from the outside, but not from the inside? So let's just understand the concept. Like here, you have an alleyway where the back side of the alley is totally open into a wider chatzar. So it's open into the chatzar. So from the perspective of the alley, there is no wall whatsoever that's dividing between it and the chatzar. Someone's standing in the alley, they don't see any wall between dividing between it and the chatzar. But the chatzar that it opens into is wider than the alley. So since the chatzar is wider, yes, there's that entranceway where it's uh, where, where, where a person can walk between the chatzar and the alley, but there are partitions on the sides of that opening. And the chatzar that's wider has some partition on that side that divides it between the alley, that divides it between between it and the alleyway. So from the perspective of the chatzar, there actually is some sense of partition, just as an entranceway to the alley. But from the perspective of the alley, the narrower alley that's opening into the wider courtyard, it's completely open into the courtyard. So that's why, for example, from the chatzar, there's no question that you're allowed to carry into the chatzar, because it's not an it's not completely three to a place that's chatzar. It has a partition on its side, just as an entranceway between it and the, and the, and the alleyway. Whereas the alleyway is totally breached on its side into the chatzah and you don't see any walls. So the question is, since there's no walls in, from, from the mavli, but on the outside of the mavli, there are walls on that side, but you don't see them if you're standing inside of the mavli. Could those function as mechitos to divide between the mavli and the chatzah from the mavli's perspective? So... So, so Rav, Rav, Rav Yehuda would be Mahmer, right? Rav Yehuda was the one who held for sure there's an area of Chatzeros issue. If it's open to, to a Chatzor, there's no question for sure it's Asr. Because according to Rav Yehuda, it's considered completely breached to a place that's Asr. Because since you can't notice those walls from the inside of the Mavri, so they don't function like Mechitzas at all. They don't function as Mechitzas at all. So it's completely breached to a place that's Asr for it to carry. So therefore, it's completely Asr to carry in the Mavri as well. Whereas Rav would be lenient. Rav would be saying, no, that he holds... And since there are walls on the outside, like in the chatzah, those outer ends, so therefore it could make a sense of mechitza, a sense of division between the chatzah and the mavoy, and it's not, the mavoy would not be considered to be different to Allah, Allah, therefore it would be okay. That's the case of, that's the case of without an air chatzah's issue. Bishirvu, and if the case is that they did make an air together, and therefore they, it's not a problem of air chatzah's. Now the question is just the question is, is the mavoy open on both ends? It's open on one side to the street, but on the back side that it's open, it's open to a courtyard, which is open to the back lot. That then is breach on the back side, which is the robin. So the question is, is it open on both sides or not? They would be arguing with the Yosef. They're arguing about a statement that was made later by Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef later clarified this issue. The issue is only if the mavoy ends in the middle of the back lot. It ends in the middle, right? There's there's machitzas on the other side, and, and, and it, it ends in the middle of the back lot, and then... And then there's a breach in the backside of the back lot into the street. There, Rabbi Yehuda said that uh, we don't view it as it being open to the street. I will call it but if the mavo ended at the side of the back lot, Osir, it's Osir. What's the difference if it ends in the middle or on the side? The difference is if you're looking on it, do you see that it directly opens into the Rosh Hashanah? Are you able to tell that? So if it opens into a wider chatzar, it's wider on both sides. So then you're able to see, no, it's not opening into the street. Oh, it's opening into the chatzar. And from the chatzar, you go to the street. So that's why, that's why Rabbi Yehuda is lenient and he doesn't, he does not consider the, he does not consider the, 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 the Mavoy to be open, to be open to the street because everyone can see that it doesn't open directly into the street. It clearly is opening first into the into the courtyard, but that's only because it opens into a, a courtyard that's wider than it on both sides. 
But if it's flush with one of the ends of the chater, so you can go directly from the alley, there's nothing wider on one side. It goes direct then through the courtyard to the street. So you don't see it at all that it's going through the courtyard to the street. Someone could mistakenly just see that it's going straight into the street. So therefore, that's where we say, that's where Rob was machmer. He, he kicks, his far kicks in that it's also to carry. So now that when we understand this, we can start to understand the issue a little bit better. And the Mahomach locus is only when it only enters into a, uh, a, a courtyard that's wider on both ends, but if it would be flush on one end where it appears more that the alley is going straight into the street, it's also. So now we understand the nature of the Mahomach Rav and Rav Yehuda. We get a better understanding, a better handle on the grasp on what the Mahomach is. The Mahomach is, does this alley that goes into the back lot, that goes into the, into the street, does it have the appearance of an alleyway that goes directly into the street? That's the Shiloh, that's the Machloikas. And ultimately, that's how we got a conclusion on the way we understood. So it's a little bit of a complex thing for that we've been we've been doing for the last block and a half. So after all, all the dust settles, we have a Havamina and a Maskana. And the Havamina, that there was a Machloikas, there was actually two Machloksim between Rav Yud and Rav. One issue is about a Moveh that enters into the back ladder courtyard that enters into the street. Do we view a concern that it looks like the Moveh is open on both ends to the street, or will people be able to tell that it's really only opening into the back courtyard? That is one uh, one issue that's between between Rav Yehuda and Rav. And as Rav Yosef clarified, even Rav Yehuda, who is lenient, it's only lenient because it opens into a courtyard that's wider on both ends, so it doesn't have such an appearance. Like it's going directly into the street. And the other issue is um, as an Erechatzeris issue, which is that uh, what would happen if there was no Erev between the people of the alley and the people of the courtyard? And, and, and now that the breach is there, does from the alleyway, does it have a din of difference of the Makam Ba'asrullah and therefore it's forbidden to carry in the alleyway? Or do the outside walls of the wider courtyard help create a partition from the perspective of the alley as well? And there, Rav would be and Rav would be Machmer. But after all said and done, the Gemara says, actually, we totally had misunderstood Rav. That's the Gemara yesterday. And really, Rav and Rav Yudah are in agreement. And when Rav Asr did, he only meant it when there was no air between them. And it was Taka Asr because of Nifritzah, the Makam Ha'asrullah. Now the Gemara qualifies more about Rav Yosef just said, I'm a Rav, hold on, I'm a Rav, I'm a Rav Yosef just said, if the Mavi ends into the middle of the back lot, it's Mutter, because if it enters into the Mavi, the back lot, then it doesn't, it doesn't appear like it's opening directly into the street. Marinella, we only said, Zesh, look, and I could say, where the Mavi enters in, and the back breach in the back lot that goes into the into the street are not directly aligned. Then for sure you get it because when you're looking through the hole in the muffle, you don't see that it's going direct straight. You can't draw a straight line into the street. If they're directly opposite each other, meaning the hole from the muffle, the hole from the muffle into the back lot, if you'd walk in a straight line, you'd go directly into the street, then it is Osir because then it's going to give the appearance like the muffle is in fact, that the Mavo is in fact opened up to the street. So the Hatar is only if you'd have to walk in a zigzag. If you'd have to walk in a zigzag, so very gishmak, that's where the Svar kicks in, that it doesn't appear, it doesn't appear like you're walking straight. So two different points. Revealers is clarifying it has to open into a courtyard that's wider. If it opens like flush, it's going to go straight through, then it's not going to have a Hatar. Now we're clarifying, even if it opens into the courtyard that's wider, but if it goes in a straight line, the breach goes in a, in a straight line, that's also not going to be okay because it's still going to give the appearance that the alley is opening directly into the street. In order to have a hetter, we'll have to say that even if it opens into into the into a courtyard, but you have to go zigzag to get to the street to the back opening, uh, which gets to the street. That's why it wouldn't be a problem. That's what we're saying that the mavi does not look like it opens directly into the street. Continues the Gemara, even another qualification. Amar Mishash Hadam essentially like this idea. 
Rav Yosef's had there with Rabbah. That it's mutter because it doesn't look like it's opening to the street because they're not directly aligned. It's only true if this back lot is owned by a lot of people. If it's owned by a lot of people, it's not that easy to change the way it is now. If the mavli is open to do back lot, that's open by one per that that's owned by just one person who could just change things around whenever he would like, then the halacha is. It is, in fact, also to carry that Mavi is considered an open Mavi. Why? Zimna the Melkla was scared that the owner might change his mind about the way he wants to use the back lot. He's going to build houses. In other words, we're saying the Hatzar is only because it opens into a wider hut or wider on both ends. But maybe he's not going to be wider on both ends. He's going to build houses on part of the wider part. And now the Mavi is going to be flush. The Mavi will now be like a Mavi that ends on the side of the back lot where it goes straight into the street. But Asr, and it will be Asr to carry there. So we're going so far, and we're saying, even though the way it is built now, the way it's configured now, it's opening into a mobile that's into a courtyard that's wider than it on both sides, and that's why it doesn't give the appearance that it's opening to the street. It's only okay if it's, and we don't, we don't, we're not concerned it might switch. But if it's owned by which is one person who can switch it whenever he would like, then we're concerned that he might switch it, and it might become flush with the houses that that he'll build up. And then it will give the appearance that the mavi opens directly into the street. Therefore, even now that it hasn't yet been switched, we are machmir, we are machmir, and we say that you can that we treat that mavi as a mavi that's open on both sides. Okay, says the Gemara. Not tamer. How do we know that we make such a distinction that like now everything's fine, but because of the fact that it's only owned by one person who might theoretically change his mind about the way he use it, that we answer to even now. How do we know such a thing? There was a story with one mavi. Instead of having literal walls, one of its ends just ended to a C. And we're going to say that the C was actually like a mechitza, like the, the top of the C. There was like a wall of the C, which was 10 tefachim high. So that was a mechitza. Uh, on another side, it ended right by a big garbage garbage dump, which also was 10 tefachim high. So it was like a mechitza. The story came before you. Are you allowed to carry the rabbi? He refused to say if there was hatzeriser. So just to clarify this case a little bit. There was, there was only one back wall, one literal wall. One, the other side was literally open to the Rosh Hashanah, and they just had a lechi. And on the two long sides, one was the wall of the sea, and one was the garbage dump. So if you consider those to be mechitos, then everything's fine, because you have three walls. And then as we've been learning about for the first week here, the fourth wall that's open to the street, is going to be mutter, but with a, with a lechi or a karas, so everything would be fine. The question is, do we really consider these things good walls, These the wall of the sea and the wall of the garbage dump? So Rebbe came, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say, he didn't say it was also the kind of mechitzos. There are mechitzos. There are valid mechitzos. Right? The wall of the sea and the, and the garbage dump are valid. He also didn't say hatzer. We're concerned that, the, that, that someone might take away the ashba. The ashba might go away. Ashba will go away. Everyone will consider will continue carrying the mavi. People aren't going to realize, oh, now it's Asr, because everyone's always been carrying here. They might not realize that now it's a problem. But Yalam Sirton or the sea might get up all, uh, might carry up a whole things, uh, all bad stuff that will um, destroy the wall of the sea. And if it destroys the wall of the sea, this ten tefak wall of the sea, then it will be a problem. So we're concerned for those two things, and therefore we don't let you carry in the mavi the way it is now, even though there actually are walls. Now, but wait a second, this is all part of it. Why are we concerned that the Ashba is going to go away? We learned in a Mishnah, let's say you have a big uh, garbage pile in the Rishis Ram, this 10 Tvachim high, so it's actually not a Rishis Rabbin, because even though it's in a Rishis Rabbin, but this big garbage on which presumably is 4 by 4 Tvachim, and there are walls of 10 Tvachim high, so it's actually Rishis Ayachim. So if it's a Rishis Ayachim, if there's a window 
that someone can stick their, you know, the garbage out the window and just drop it right into Rosh Hashanah, but it's fine because they're not doing any outside. They're not transferring Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah because it's going out of their window directly into, uh, directly into the garbage dump, which is also Rosh Hashanah. So that's mutter. So wait a second. So we see, what do we see? We see that we're not concerned that someone's going to, you know, take away the height of the garbage dump and it will stop being ten Tzvachim. And we say, no, we're, it's okay. If right now we see it as ten Tzvachim, you're allowed to continue to throw the garbage from the window into the garbage dump. And we're not, we, we don't have the possibility, we're not concerned with the possibility that the garbage dump might get smaller than ten Tzvachim. So why is that not a steer? Why is Rebbe being concerned that the garbage dump here in the alley might get smaller? And uh, be less than ten tzvachim. Alma must be shani ben ashma the round ashma the yachid. Maybe distinguish between this trash dump that's owned by a lot of people and one that's owned by a few people. The Mishnah where it was matir to drop the to drop the um, garbage out of one's personal window into the trash dump. It's a ten tzvachim. We're talking about a public one, a public garbage dump. We're not concerned that it's just going to be switched so easily. It's not so easy. You can't just go switch it whenever you want. That's why the halacha, therefore, is that it's okay. Whereas the case in the Mavui, the Mavui case, we were concerned there was a problem, is a case where, where it was owned by just one person. Now, one person might might switch things, so who knows? Maybe he'll take away the tent the tent from that. Now it's also to carry in the Mavui, and that's why, in fact, it is forbidden. Okay, the Rabbanan Mai, the Rabbanan Rebbe's generation, they had, what did they, what did the Arachachamim say about that garbage? We, we were just saying what Rebbe ruled. We were saying that Rebbe ruled. Rebbe ruled in that case that it's not mutter, it's not oser. It's not, can't say it's oser because the son's there, but he can't say it's mutter because we're concerned that it might get smaller than ten twachim. So what did the other Rabbanon of Rebbe's time say? As they are concerned that even now it's a problem, meaning since there's a possibility that the size of the garbage dump might get less than ten twachim, so even right now it's oser. That you cannot carry in such a mava. Ikadami, though, the people who say it differently. Meaning that we're not concerned about this whole thing that structurally things might go different and different decisions are going to be made to bring down the garbage dump. We're not scared for the whole thing. We do not pass on the Gokhamim. Rather, we are concerned for what Rebbe said that even though right now there are machitos, we're concerned for the structural change and therefore. It would be a problem. Says the Gemara something similar. Merimah pasuk lisura bozli. When Merimah separated all the mavois in his town of Sura from the sea, they ended to the sea. Uh, where we, he, would, he would separate all those things. Um, what would he do specifically? He used some of these things with uzli. They would like make like these these mechitos with like nets or like some like makeshift mechitos. In other words, he was he was he was reluctant just to rely on the sea. He also made makeshift mechitos there. Amar, he said, because we're concerned the sea might break up all the stuff which might bring down the wall of the sea, it might fall apart, it won't be tetzvachim anymore, so therefore he wouldn't want to rely on it, and he made backup mechitos. Continues the Gemara, there was a, a bent mavoy that was used in surah. So bent mavoy, the L-shaped mavoy, we spoke about this on Davab. Here's the issue with the bent mavoy. A straight mavoy, it's very simple. Either it has three walls or it has two walls. If it has two walls, then you need more than just the Allah Kara. And if it, 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 it you need at least a tourist of Pasach or maybe even a Dallas. And if it's open, but if it's closed on three sides and it's just uh open on one side, then then the halacha is that um you just need a lachikara on the fourth side. So an L-shaped mavoy, the question is if it's a continuous mavoy or not. If it's one continuous mavoy, then it's open on both sides, and you're gonna need more than just a lachikara. If it's open on but if it's viewed as two closed mavos into it that it just intersect with each other, all we need is a lechei on the end. So there's a button mavoi that was in surah. They put, what they did was, 
they rolled a mat and they put it in the bend so it could be a lechi in the uh, a lechi in the middle of the bend where like the middle of the L in order to carry them up. So Amar Chisal, the Rav Shmuel, fixing it like that, like putting a lechi in the bend, is not like Rav or Shmuel. The Rav the Rav According to Rav, that we treat it like an open Rav Tzurah Pesach, but you need a Tzurah Pesach in the bend. It's not enough just to have a lechi in the bend. The Shmuel the Rav is awesome, and according to Shmuel, that is treated like two closed mavals that just intersect with each other. So then. Um, so, okay, so you could just use that. Behind me, lechem alia. At least you need a good lechi. Hi, this mat that they put there, evidently we're concerned that the wind is just going to blow it down. Laf kloma, that's nothing. It's not a good lechi. So it shouldn't be mutter. It shouldn't be mutter to carry with that lechi. So the Gemara says, it's okay. If you would put a peg into the mat and stick it onto the wall to make sure it's not going to fall down, then everything would be okay. So it would be good. It would be okay, like... Like the opinion of Shmuel and Achanami. According to Rav, that is one big continuous mavo. It's viewed as being open on two ends. You would also need a Tzirah Pesach, but according to Shmuel, then it would be okay just to have a lechi. And again, you just have to make sure that the lechi wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't fall down. So we're saying that this this um, this situation where they put this mat in the bend, as long as they would like tie it down, then it would work. Says the Gemara Gufa, what did we learn before? If the mother was breached on the backside, totally open to a chatzar. So what happened? The mother's back wall totally fell off. So now it's totally exposed to the chatzar that's behind it. But if it's a chatzar connect and the far wall, the chatzar was, was, had, a, had, a, had a hole behind it, and the mother opened which was around them. So what did we say? So we had an issue of air chatzar. So remember, if they didn't make an air together, so you can't carry between the alleyway and the courtyard. Um, so, but but in the chater itself, it's mother to carry. In the mavoi, it's also. So, what's the idea? The mavoi is nifritzal amakamasal. The mavoi is totally open to a place that it can't carry between. And the mavoi has no wall from its perspective that divides it between it and the chater. Therefore, if there's a gzir darbonin, since you can't carry between it, between it and the chater, so therefore you can't carry even in the alleyway itself because we see no sense of division between the mavoi. And the chater. However, in the chater, you're allowed to carry because the chater has partition between it and the alleyway, right? The chater is wider, and even though there's an entire breach between the alleyway and the chater, but the courtyard still has outer posts on its side. If someone was standing inside of the chater, they would see some sense of, of walls or mechitos that divide between it and the courtyard, so, and between it and the alleyway. So the chater, you're allowed to carry, but in the alleyway, you can't carry. So this is just an exact Mishnah. It's just an exact Mishnah on the base. What does it say in the Mishnah? Let's say you have a small chater, and the small chater has a hole into a bigger chater. So very much our case, just instead of saying alleyway, it's a small chater that opens up into a big chater. And the small chater is totally, it's opening up into a wider one. So the smaller chater is totally breached, meaning from its perspective, it has no wall. But the breach into the larger one, so from the larger one, you can still see some sense of mechitos on the ends. So gedolim mutaris, the carrying the bigger one is mutter, because from its perspective, you see partitions. Ketana also, but carrying the small one is awesome. Neshu piskosh gedolim, it's like the entranceway of the large one. So meaning we're saying for the large one, where you see mechitos on the two ends of the breach, when you're in the large one, so it's like treated like there are mechitos. If it's treated like there are mechitos, so then you're allowed to carry in it. It's not an effort to tell the Just make sure you don't carry between it and the other chatzar you didn't make an error with. But from the, but from the perspective of the small of the smaller chatzar, it's totally breezy, totally open. You don't see any mechitzos at all. 
So it has a din that is totally osir. And if it's all the makam ba since it can't carry between the smaller chatzor and the bigger chatzor, so it's osir to carry um, completely in the small chatzor. So that's exactly what's going on here with the alleyway in the courtyard. Is there anything different? On the one hand, we're saying that in the alleyway, it's different to all the makam ba to the courtyard, so you can't even carry in the alleyway at all. Whereas the carry in the courtyard is okay because because when you're in the courtyard you see the sides next to the next to the bridge. So what what what's different than that case? So I'm a if I just had the Mishnah I would say this is all with public the traffic doesn't go right through. So meaning the second chatzar isn't breached to a street, so it's just traffic between the two private courtyards. Okay, it's not a big deal. That's where that's okay. That's why you could carry in the bigger chatzar. In our case where the alley is open up into a courtyard and the courtyard is breached to the street. And if people are, if there's a breach, people are going to end up walking through the courtyard to get to the street. I would say it's also even to carry in the chatzar, even though the chatzar has courtyards. But since the rabbim are, are breaking through, it's very hard to, to view the chatzar as being in its own right. People are just, are just going to be walking through the alley through to get to the breach in the back of the chatzar into the street. So Rav has to tell us that no, it's still mutter to carry, to carry in the chutzpah, even though people are going to be walking through it. Says the Maranamitanina, but we still see them in the Brisa. Even a Brisa says like that. A chutzpah that the public goes through on one end and exits from the other end, meaning you have a private courtyard, but it has breaches that that are open to the streets on both ends, which is around the street is which is around the tumma, because in regards to the laws, and it's just to give what this means is that there's a halacha, suffix of tumma, and Rosh Hashayachad is Tameh, Suffolk, Tumah, and Rosh Hashayachad is Tahar. So we want to figure out what's Rosh Hashayachad and what's Rosh Hashayachad. So in the laws of Tumah, it all depends on one thing. Do people walk through? Are there people here a lot? So since, even though it's a courtyard, it's a pie big area, it has machita, so on and so forth. But since, but since it has these breaches on either end to the street, so bottom line is, is that is that there's going to be frequented by the public. It's going to be frequented by the public, so it's treated as Rosh Hashayachad. Mashenkin for Hilchel Shab is Rosh Hashayachad. So we see from the Brisa that even though people walk through, it's treated like a Rishos HaYachid. You're allowed to carry there. So what's Rav's Chiddush? Says Gemara, you may also, if I only knew that Brisa, maybe that's only true if the breachers are not directly opposite each other. So the people don't walk direct through it. So even though people walk through, since they don't have like a direct path, that's why it could still be a Rishos HaYachid. Here where the openings to the street are directly opposite each other. So people have like this very straight route to go. Through from one street to another street through the chutzpah, Amalai would say that you can't carry there. So therefore, you have to say that you could, even if it's directly opposite each other, you could still carry. But the Gemara says, wait a second, you can't. Is that really true? We just learned on the Amid Aleph, the Rabbah was like, also Rabbah who said that if the Mavi and the breach and the back of the Rechava are opposite each other, it's Taka also to carry the Mavi because it has. It appears like the Mavi opens into the street. So we're not talking in Rab's case. Where they directly open to each other. How do Rabbi Mugla? So what the case of Rabbi Zagashalogan is that Rabbi's case has to be where they're not directly opposite to each other. So, so now the question goes back. Talk to Lomali. What did Rav add to what the Tanam already said? The Tanam already said that it's treated like a Rishasayachid. And we're not, you can't say that we're adding even where it's a direct where it's directly breached, because we're not talking about that case according to Rabbi. If it's directly breached, we actually are concerned that the Mavi looks like it's a uh that the Mavoy looks like it's um, open on both ends, and that's not, we wouldn't, in fact, allow it to carry the Mavoy. So the case has to be, the case has to be where it's not breached directly, 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 uh, that you can't walk direct. So if it's not, and all Rav is saying is that you can carry in the Chatzar, then Rav's not any, any, adding anything new to what's already been stated by the Tanam. So we want to figure out what's the Chiddush of Rav. So the Gemara says, I would say when it says Rosh Hashayachid, it means like L'Chumra. Like if somebody would throw something from the street into here, they'd be Chai, because technically they've thrown 
they throw in from Rishus Aram to Rishus Ayachi. But Lakula, Abalatalta, that we should actually be lenient and allow carrying here, Amalo, I would say it's not Mudder Kamash Malan. So Rab therefore has to tell us that carrying is Mudder. The Rabbanan didn't make any Eastern with the Rabbanan to carry there, even though uh, the, 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 the public is traveling through. So that's the additional thing. If I just knew what the breath Tanam said, I would say the Tanam are saying this is. Technically, a Rosh but does that mean that the Rabbanan didn't make any uh, any sort of zeros and not allowed to carry? We don't see. So we need Rav to fill in and say, even with Rabbanan, it's totally treated like Rosh despite the fact that people walk through. So big this year. We're learning that if you have valid machitos, even though there's entranceways on both ends, and it ends up that people walk straight through from one end to go to the other end, it still is treated like a Rosh It still is treated like a Rosh You have no problem of um, carrying there even on even on at the Rabbanon level. Again, that's all from the perspective of the Chatzar, but as we spoke about, the Mavoy, which is completely breached to the to the wider Chatzar, so it's completely breached, so it has a din of Nifritz, totally breached to a place that you can't carry between, then you can't carry in the entire Mavoy at all. Okay, continues the Gemara. Itmar, Mavoy, Asikanado, Mavoy, that is shaped like a nadal. A nadal is like a type of bug that has a bunch of legs. So the idea here is a long Mavoy, and... Um, it has an L shape, but it has a bunch of L's. That's what it basically is. It's like a it's like a bigger area here. So there's one long mavoi going right through the middle, and then there's a bunch of smaller mavos that break off that go to another street. So you have a bunch of L's, um, a bunch of L shaped mavos. So what's the halakha? So you make a tourist pass up for the large mavoi the main entrance there. And the rest of them are mutter, are mutter just with lachiyakora where they open to Rosh Hashanah, but you don't need anything in the bend of the L. So I'm a lay Rava, come on, who are you going like? Remember, a machlokas, we have a machlokas, how to treat an L. Rav holds you treat an L like one big thing, and you actually have to fix it by putting something in the middle of the mother. So if you're going like, if you're saying all you need is a source of Pesach on one end, Alechi on the other end, nothing in the middle, it sounds like you're going like Shmuel. They go like Shmuel that we're treating the bent mavoi like it's a closed mavoi. If so, then you don't even need a tzuris pesach on one end. You just need a lachri kor on both ends. And furthermore, there was a bent mavoi one in the city of Nardav. We were concerned with Rav's opinion that a bent mavoi, the L-shaped mavoi, is treated like one continuous open mavoi on both ends. And we need more. We should need a tzuris pesach in the middle. El Amarava, rather Rav says that's not what the halacha is. This 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 uh mavi that's made like a nadal with like a bunch of L's, so the halacha is that's a tzuris of pesach like so you make a tzuris of pesach for each of them, each of the mavos, the smaller L's that go into the bigger mavi, each one of them need a tzuris of pesach. And then the other side, you could just have a lechavikara. So that's exactly like Rav that we're concerned um, that it's considered one big mavi. It's considered one big mavi, continuous mavi. You need a you need a a tzuris of pesach in the middle of the bend of the L. And uh, then a lucky record on the other end, like we taught. Okay, now we get back to the closed mavoi that our beginning of the paragraph talking about. Closed mavoi, he's got three walls. It's just open on the fourth side to the street. So the halacha is you put a lechi or a kora and everything's good. So the Gemara now says, This is a long thing. Rav Kahana Bar-Takhliva said it in the name of Kahana Bar-Minyumi, who said the name of Kahana Bar-Malkia, who said in the name of Kahana, the name the teacher from Rav. But Amri Allah, people have a different way of saying it. It was Rav Kahana Bar-Malkia, Hani Rav Kahana Bar-Midrav. Rav Kahana Bar-Malkia is actually the very Rav Kahana, the teacher of Rav. Anyways, whoever said it, what is what 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 is what what are we talking about here? Probably should see that one side is a little bit longer than the other side. One of the sides is longer. The shorter parallel side is short is it doesn't reach as far. So let's just make sure we understand. We have a back wall, everything's good. Then we have the two side walls going to the street. 
So instead of them being even and ending in the same spot in the street, one wall goes farther than the other wall. So what's the halacha? If it's Bachas Maramas, if the difference in the length between the sides is less than four amos, it's not, one wall is not four amos longer than the other. So all you have to do is put the Korah on a diagonal. There's no problem. Now, this is one short thing. You have to put the Korah. Here's the key. You want to gain as much space as you can. So you have to put the Korah at the end of the wall. So if you're going to put it on a diagonal, is that effective or not? That's what we're trying to figure out. Can I put the core on, on, on a diagonal? If those two walls that run parallel to each other end at the same point, and then I just put the core flat from one end across to the other end, and everything is good. But if one wall is longer than the other wall, then when I'm going to put the core, it's going to be it's going to be in a diagonal. So if it's only four amos with less than four amos longer one wall than the other, then all I have to do then I could then I could put the core diagonally, and it's okay. And you could even carry. Anything that's, you know, under the Korah is good to go. But um, if it's more than four amos, if, this, if the difference in the size, between the length of the two sides is four amos, then you can only put the Korah opposite the short side and put it straight across, and then you'll lose the whole extra area. Again, you can only carry, you can't carry beyond the Korah. So you're trying to maximize as much space as you could. So if the longer side is less than four amos, I can put it on a diagonal and I gain a little bit more space. But if it's um, four amos or more, that's bigger from the longer side to the shorter side. So then the halacha is that I cannot put it at a diagonal. I have to put a flat only by the end of the straight by the by the end of the of the shorter end. Rava Amar Rava disagrees. Rava says in either case, whether it's four amas longer or not. You could always you can't put it. it has to be always directly straight. It has to be you know right ninety degree angles. You can never put it, and when there's any uh, when there's any diagonal at all. So what's this machlokas? Could a core be placed on a diagonal or not? The aim of time and the aim of time to do. Let me explain my reason. Let me explain their reason. Aim of time and I'll explain to you my reason that a Korah can never be in a diagonal core time of my because remember, what's the reason we have a Korah Mishum Hecker? The point is to be a reminder. When it's on a diagonal, it's it's not as good as a reminder. Because think about it, it's a little more open, right? If it's if the part that's beyond the short at the short side, that's only what got the long the longer wall, and it's got the core going on uh going on a uh, slant, you don't perceive it as much as being in a closed area. It's harder to tell what's going on. And therefore, in that space, uh, there's less of a hacker. So if the whole point of the Korah is to be a hacker, we require always the Korah to be placed in 90 degree angles, flat across the edge of both walls. The Ema time, okay, so if so, that's why it always has to be that way. It's going, not going to be kosher like this. Ema time is new. Now I'll explain their reason. Korah, what's the reason for Korah, Mishu Machitza? Korah is supposed to be like a machitza, that the end of the Korah is if it comes down and, and makes a machitza from the top going down. That's a different perspective on Korah. Instead of viewing it like a hacker, you can view the Korah like a machitza. If so, what's the difference? It's straight. It's not straight. It's on a diagonal. Either way, let the Korah function as a machitza. It should be, it should in fact be okay. So that's the machlokis we have. If Korah is mishum hacker, so there's lots of hacker if it's on a diagonal, so it's no good. But if Korah functions like a machitza, so it doesn't make a difference if it's on a diagonal and it's fine. Says the Gemara, Amar of Kahana. Oh, Shmaitz of the Kahana. Since everything was being taught by Kohanim, right? There are a bunch of people named Kahana. Doesn't know. We don't know if that for sure means they're Kohanim, but it sounds like it. If their name was Kahana, then wait, it's a safe assumption they were Kohanim. So Rav Kahana therefore says, Amar Milsa, you know what? My name is Kahana. I'm going to say something about this also. This hetter that you're saying, you could put the Korah on a diagonal when it's not even above it. One, one end wall is longer than the other. This is only true if the diagonal is not more than 10 amos long, meaning not how much longer is one wall than the other wall, but the length of the diagonal. Until now, we've been talking about how much longer is one wall than the other wall. 
less than four hours, more than four hours. Now we're saying, what's the length of the diagonal? If the length of the diagonal is going to be more than 10, then everybody agrees you can't put it on a diagonal because we know that a Korah doesn't work for an entrance that's wider than 10 amos. So the entrance is going to be defined by the Korah. So if the Korah would be longer than 10 amos, it wouldn't be good. And obviously, just a little math here, right? The diagonal of a triangle is always longer than the size. So, so you have to make sure that the diagonal it's not more than 10 amos because then we're going to be viewing that the core is trying to be mother or pesach that's wider than 10 amos. That can't work. That's no question. That's that's that, that's going to be invalid. The question that they had is only if it's the diagonal would be less than 10 amos, just the fact that one, the length of one wall is longer than the other. That Okay, that was a makhlukas as we spoke about if core is mishum heker or mishum mechitza, depending on what we said. Now the Gemara moves into a new question. What's the halacha? Can you carry directly under the Korah? Now this is something that we actually spoke about a little bit before in the Masachla. And the issue is we know that the Korah is, is functioning as a, as a mechitza, as a heker. Can I carry directly underneath the Korah? Or only behind it. You're not allowed to carry it right under it. What's the machlokas? One opinion says that it's mother is that it's a hacker. So even right under it, it's a hacker. So I'm under it and I'm carrying, but I see on top. I'm not going to go out. So everything's fine. The other opinion that it's also says Korah is a machitza, and we assume that it's the inner edge of the Korah which comes down and seals. So if it's the inner edge of the Korah that comes down and seals, so then I cannot carry under the Korah itself because if I carry under the Korah itself, I'm not carrying under a place that has a mechitza. So then maybe that's shot in the Machlokas. Says the Gemara, "Lo, it's not Muchachli. You got the Machlokas. The analysis was correct." Everybody might hold that Korah is like it's supposed has to be a hacker. Here, this is the Machlokas. One opinion holds that the hacker is for the people inside of the Mavoy. The, the point is again, obviously, the point is don't confuse the Mavoy and the street. You don't want to continue carrying into the street. So. So if that's to be a heck for the people inside of the Mavoy, so then um, so then it's going to be also to carry under the under it. Because the point is it has to be for those carrying inside, they have to have the hacker. So it has to be a hacker for the inside. But once you're already under it, it's less of a hacker for those inside, so therefore it's no good. Uh, other opinions, Matra, it holds that the main purpose is to remind people who are in the street not to carry in. So therefore, it's a motor to carry under it. Because the main hacker is for the people outside. So they see it from where they are outside. So that's what to do with carrying onto the Korah. The people in the Mavah can carry onto the Korah. Very interesting like perspective. Like, who is that? Who is the Korah for? Obviously, the point is, don't confuse the Mavah in the street. But is it primarily people in the street shouldn't carry in? Or is it primarily people in the Mavah shouldn't carry out? And that's what the Gemara's plea is. If it's for the people who are in, that they shouldn't carry out. So for them, they have to have a better, better hacker. You can't let them carry under, 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 the, under the Korah. Whereas if the primary hacker is for the people in the street, so then the people in the Mabli are allowed to carry under the Korah, no problem. Everybody could hold that the Korah is supposed to work like a Machitza. Here, this is the Machlokas. There's one opinion that says it's also that we hold that the inner edge is the part that comes down and seals. So therefore, carrying under it is beyond the Machitza. If it's the outer edge that comes down and seals, so therefore, you would be allowed to carry Says the Gemara, so bottom line is different perspectives. You're allowed to carry under the Korah. It's very unclear exactly which of the what what is the correct analysis. It has to do with Korah Mishum Hakar. Has to do Korah Mishum Achisa. Different variables, so on and so forth. Everybody agrees that carrying opposite a lechi is aser. Right? We were just saying about a Korah carrying under the Korah. What about carrying opposite a lechi? So the, the, the reason why it's different is because a lechi doesn't have to have any width. It could be even the, the 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 thinnest thing. So since there's no like minimum width, it could be even the the, the thinnest thing, the smallest width. So we were always concerned that it's so easy to carry beyond the lechi. So therefore, Chazal said, you're not allowed to carry, even if it's bigger, you're not allowed to carry connected lechi. You can only carry behind 
behind the lachi. Okay, now the Gemara moves on to a new question. By me, Instead of putting it on top of the walls, the Korah on top of the walls, you put two pegs on the outside of the walls that are in the street, and you balance the Korah on those pegs. So it's not resting on top of the walls of the Mavit, but it's resting on the pegs next to it. You put the Korah on top of the pegs. So now the inner edge of the Korah is right on the outside of the walls, but the rest of the Korah is actually in the street. Now, what's the halacha? Does the Korah have to be on top of the mother? Is it okay that it's really in the street? So the Gemara says, Amar Leila, Dibriyam Mazar Asr, according to the opinion who's normally Mazar carrying under the Korah, it's going to be Asr here, right? So what's the idea? The last explanation we had is that it's Machlokis, if, 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 if Korah if Kora is Mishumachitza, is it the inner edge? that comes down and seals, or is it the outer edge that comes down and seals? So if you hold it's the outer edge that comes down and seals, and that's why you're allowed to carry under the Korah, here it's going to be no good, because the outer edge comes down and seals, but we're still beyond the Mavli, meaning it's going to be, the Mechitza is going to be made too far outside the Mavli. The Mechitza is already in the middle of the street, so that's no good. The Mechitza has to be made right at the end of the Mavli, so that's going to be no good. The different Oser, but the one who holds that you can't carry under the Korah, they hold that it's the inner part of the Korah that comes down and seals. So according to him, Mutzer, it's going to be okay, because here, the inner edge of the Korah is going to come down and seal. That's the very end of the Mavli. Because remember here, the Korah is placed right outside the Mavli. It's on these pegs that are right outside the Mavli. So if it's the outer edge that comes down and seals, so that's going to be no good here, because then the wall is being made, made in the street. Whereas if it's the inner edge that comes down and seals, so then everything is okay. The inner edge comes down and everything is okay, because then the wall will come down and seal right at the edge of the Mavli. Says the Gemara, No, actually, everybody agrees this is no good. This case, for sure, is no good. Why? There's a new variable. But Enon, Kora, Al-Gabi, Mavi, Valeka. There's a din. The Kora has to be resting on the Mavi. It's not enough that the partition that's going to be sealed down from the Kora will be right at the flush, right at the end of the Mavi. You need more than that. You need the Kora itself to be resting on the Mavi. And since the Kora is not resting on the Mavi, the Kora is resting on the beams that are outside the Mavi, Therefore, everybody agrees that in this case, it would not be okay.